Well, praise the Lord. Welcome to our Romans Bible study. It is a nice rainy morning and cold here in Queen City, Texas in November, and I'm excited to be here with you sharing God's Word in the warmth of this nice little office I've got. And so where we are is chapter 4, and uh, we'll start in verse 13. But before we dig in, let me remind you that everything we do here at Crossway Church is published and uploaded to my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. So avail yourself to all these teachings. Uh, This is part 6 of Romans chapter 4. There are 23 sessions of chapter 1, 11 sessions of chapter 2, something like 16 sessions of chapter 3, and now we're in the uh, the 6th session rather of chapter 4. So, and also there's a Galatians teaching, our worship services, everything is uploaded there. Avail yourself to it. Uh, Those of you who would like to donate and, and give to the Lord uh, by giving to this ministry, well, just go to the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, hit the donate button, and, 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 and get a blessing. Get a blessing when you give unto a ministry that focuses on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And, and uh, we just praise God for all of you that do help support the ministry and, and use these sessions, these teaching sessions, to, to just allow the Holy Spirit to, to bring hearing of faith to your heart and so you can apply what you're hearing and, and, and learn to walk in the truth. That's what it's all about, learning to walk in the truth so we that we can represent the one who declared himself to be the truth, Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about, representing our Savior. And so I'm thankful. I'm especially excited this month, 46 years ago in this month. I was an 11-year-old boy, gave my life to Christ, confessed my sins, accepted him as my Savior. Had many toils and snares and big pieces of stupid between then and now, but praise God, His grace has abounded in my life. And here we are today doing what I hope to be doing when He comes for me, and that is just sharing the love of God through the gospel, living it and telling it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's get into the Word today, and we'll start in verse 13. It's just really good to be able to understand that Paul is writing to this church in Rome, and he is letting them know because there's always been a struggle between, even today, between even born-again Christians being lied to, telling they got, they've really got to do something to justify their faith. And a lot of people today are being told they have to do something to even have faith that saves instead of just faith that saves. Faith is not you doing something. Faith, true faith will result in works, but works never produce faith. Faith produces works. So, and even if you're doing the right works, biblical works, they won't produce faith. Faith comes from the heart. It's with the heart man believes unto righteousness. And remember that, Romans 10 and 10. It's with the heart man believes unto righteousness. It's not with his hands. He works unto righteousness. Jesus did the work for our righteousness. So let's watch this now in verse 13 of chapter 4, Romans. For the promise that he should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Now, I've got some things written down here that I want to make mention of that you need to grab a hold of today, and I mean really let it grab a hold of you. 
the promise to be the heir of the world to Abraham and his seed was not through the law. Abraham received the promise way before the law came, some 400 years or thereabouts before the law came on the scene. He received the promise by faith before he was even circumcised as we covered in our last session. But I want to point something out in this scripture, maybe that you've never thought of before, maybe that you've never heard, or if you have, I pray the Lord just grounds you a little deeper in this. But watch this in the scriptures here. It's not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, or it's not just through faith. But look what the Bible says. It's through the righteousness of faith. This is something very important that we need to talk about at least for a minute or two. It's not just faith. It's the faith that brings righteousness, the faith that imputes righteousness. Remember, Abraham had God imputed righteousness unto him because he believed God was the justifier of the ungodly, which speaks of his faith being in that avenue where God does justify the ungodly. And in this same letter, Paul would write in the what we would call chapter uh, 5, the ch- chapters and verses weren't in the letter when it was written, but in chapter 5, the Bible says in verse 1, we're justified by faith, therefore we have peace with God. Remember that, justified with God by faith. But verse 9 in chapter 5 of Romans says we're justified by the blood. So which one is it, faith or or faith in the blood? Or is it faith or is it the blood? It's both. It's faith in the blood of Jesus for the shedding of His blood, the laying down of His perfect life in an obedient act unto death on the cross is where God through our faith in Him and what He did there justifies us. Us. We are justified by faith alone, not works. Works, God is looking to see that we walk in a place that is the path of the just. And if you've never read this, make a note and go and study Galatians chapter 2 when Peter jumped up, jumped out of grace, ran back under law and moved with fear, became a hypocrite and the apostle Paul had to uh, rebuke him to his face and the company of all those that were there. And, 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 he, and what did he do? What did he tell Peter? He told Peter, he, remind, he didn't start preaching on sanctification, but what he told Peter is what will keep you in the sanctified path, bearing forth the fruits of righteousness. He told Peter, remember we're justified by faith. Not just faith, but the faith of Jesus. The faith of Jesus. That's not a misprint. and You don't need to take your Bible and scratch that out and say, by faith in Jesus. It took us believing in Jesus, but first it took His faith to be able to do what He had to do before we could have that faith, we could have that righteousness that He wanted to impute unto us through us believing in Him. Get that. It's not just faith. It's the righteousness of faith. Let's turn back to chapter 3. And read verse 21 and 22. Watch that. So powerful. So many people think that just because they have faith in God that they're going to make heaven. No. Faith in God won't get you to heaven. 
the righteousness of faith is what gets folk to heaven because it's only the righteousness of God that's imputed when true faith is exhibited. And that's faith in the only thing that God did to be able to give you His righteousness. And that's believing upon Jesus, the Lord of righteousness, His righteousness, complete righteousness, perfect righteousness, obedient even unto death on the cross. Our faith in that, believing upon Christ, He takes our sins away forever and imputes unto us His righteousness. Remember 2 Corinthians 5 and 21, He that knew no sin was not guilty of any sin, was made our sin offering that you and I might be made the righteousness of God in Him. Hallelujah. But look at Romans 3, verses 21 and 22. But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed, though, by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Not those that work, those that believe, like Abram believed God, and it was counted, his faith was counted unto him as righteousness. It's the righteousness of faith. You don't hear this taught very much, but we're teaching it today, and it's in your Bible, and you've got to know it. Just faith in there is a God won't get you anything with God. It has to be the righteousness of faith. It's the righteousness of Christ, your faith in what He did in that avenue. The cross is the only avenue of any of God's righteousness. The cross, we, we can see that. Let's turn over, if we can, to Galatians chapter 2, verse 21. Watch this very carefully. Paul says, I do not frustrate, and that doesn't mean get agitated with. That means I do not set it aside. I do not deny the grace of God. Why? Because righteous, if righteousness comes by the law, then Christ is dead in vain. In this one verse... The Holy Spirit is telling us that righteousness doesn't come through law. It comes through faith. And if it doesn't, I mean grace, I'm sorry. Righteousness doesn't come through law. It comes through grace. But grace comes through the cross. So think about this. You need to highlight that and go back and check that out. The reason I brought up Paul and Peter in Galatians 2 all ago is because when Peter jumped up, and left out from grace and went back under law and became a hypocrite and, and did what he did there and caused no small stir, even affecting Barnabas and some of the other Christians. Listen, it was so important to God, and this is why, that he had Paul stand up and rebuke him, but this is why. Peter, still just. He didn't lose his justification status before God because when you get born again, you're as just as you'll ever be. You don't grow in justification. You're either just or you're not just. And Peter, even though he did what he did, he was still just. But hear me, he left the path of the just. He, he got off the path of the just. He got out of the race that had been set before him. You don't run the race under law. You only run the race under grace. Oh, I didn't know that was going to rhyme. <laughs> you only can run the race under grace. And when he left, he was still just. But he took his faith out of that which justified him. Now think about that. In Galatians 2, 
Paul begins to preach to Peter right there to, in his face and tell him, we're justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. You can read that. Verses 16 through 19. Paul's telling Peter, hey, even we Jews are justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. That means what he did. That's a true translation. We don't need to change that and write, by our faith in Jesus Christ. No, first... It took his faith unto the death that he was sent to die for us. He lived by grace through faith. And we have received the righteousness of God. Here it is. Back in Romans 3. Let's read it again. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. And you don't, again, don't change that to faith in Jesus Christ because our part as believers comes in after that. Watch this. Unto all and upon all them that believe. There we are in the scripture. The first part is about Jesus having faith to go to the cross and to die for us. So don't change, don't go by a new translation that'll change that for you. It took his faith for you to ever be able to have faith. It took him dying by grace, Hebrews 2, 9, for you and me to be able to taste of that same death by grace that he tasted of. And Paul tells Peter that in that second chapter of Galatians, verse 20. Peter, I'm crucified with Christ. Yet I live, but not I, Peter. It's Christ now living in us. The life I live right now, get ready. The life, Peter, I'm living right now in this flesh, I'm living by the faith of the Son of God. And it shouldn't be reworded. Yes, we live by faith in Christ, but that's a true rendering. We live by the same faith that justified us. And if we're not, we're not living. Therefore, we got to get justification right. And I want to encourage you to go to the YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and click on uh, the playlist button and go to Together in Truth. And the last two recordings on there, last yesterday and two weeks ago, on justification, avail yourself to that. The the lack of understanding of justification has brought much confusion and chaos and fear even into the hearts of God's people, just like Peter. The Bible says in Galatians 2, he was moved by fear. What happened? He got up, left the Gentiles that were as free from sin as he was, as justified as he was, and joined the ranks of the Judaizers again. A hypocrite. Fear gripped his heart because he didn't quite yet understand, even though he had preached to Gentiles, saw Cornelius' house saved, filled with the Holy Ghost while he's preaching the gospel, used mightily of God, yet he still was wavering in his understanding and his determination to realize and to cling to, man, I'm justified by the faith of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's good stuff. So it's not just... Let's get back over here in Romans 4. It's not just through faith, but it's through the righteousness of faith. This brings a specific point. This brings a, this narrows this down not to exclude folks, but to make sure that everybody knows the way in. It's faith that you have in what Christ did to be able to allow God to impute to you His righteousness. If that's not the faith, then it's not faith. 
And can I say to you today that it's always been faith for years and years and I fear many people in the church still are in this boat, but it's okay if you are, you can learn something new today and that'll be good. You know, we, I, for years I thought that God just brought faith on the scene and we had to start living by faith now because we sinned in the garden and now it has to be by faith. Well, it was faith when, when it began. When the Bible says it's impossible to please God without faith, that means eternally it has been and will ever be impossible when it comes to men to please God without faith. He cannot be pleased without faith. And that means even before sin came in, God had already given Adam a word. You are free to eat of all the trees in the garden, but don't eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. In the day you eat of that tree, you shall surely die. He had a word from God. Romans 10, 17 tells us faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. As long as Adam and Eve would have lived by that word they had by faith, then they would have experienced the life forever, eternal life. They had it. They would have lived forever. But they stopped believing God. Therefore, faith was rejected. They no longer had faith in God's Word, but faith in a lie. So God was not pleased. And if God's not pleased, we got big problems. You need to think about that. If God's not pleased, we've got big problems. And if God's not pleased, he'll come rushing on the scene to fix it. And we better be listening just like when Peter jumped up and left grace and went back under law. The Lord came running on the scene through the apostle Paul. When Adam fell into sin, God came rushing on the scene. Listen, God's always going to come rushing in on the scene when we get off the path. So let me say this. It takes the same faith, no different faith, and it better be the same faith that justified you, so you better get justification right. Because if you don't have correctly in your mind, in your heart, that which justifies, which is faith in Christ and His cross alone, period, then you can't even live for God. Because the same faith that justifies you is the same faith that allows you to be on the path of the just led by the Holy Spirit to bear forth the fruits of the righteous. And you can't separate righteous from just because when you're justified, you, you were made righteous. When you were made righteous, you were just before God. You can't separate those two things. But it was so important for Peter to stay on the path of the just even though he was just. And I want you to notice this today. It's important to know that just because you've been saved, born again by faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary, you can't just wander off. And when you do, the Lord's going to come rushing on the scene. But when He comes rushing on the scene, it's not trying to get you to figure out your, your specific giftings. It's to get you back on the path. For only in the path of the just can the Lord begin to reveal Himself to you, who you are in Him, who He is in you. He can't do that out of the way. So everybody who no longer is a Christian, I'm talking about, who has who've moved away from the place of only faith in what justifies, now to faith in this, now teaching it takes a different faith to be healed, a, a different faith, a faith in something other than what justifies, Paul... In Galatians 2, we read, is telling Peter, I'm telling it again, that's right. 
We are justified by the faith of Jesus Christ, what He did, our belief in that. Jews or Gentiles. And then He goes on to say, the life we live now is by that same faith, the faith of Jesus Christ who loved us and gave Himself for us. Do you see, Paul never leaves the cross. He never leaves the cross because that's the place, that's the faith that allows God to speak to you, save you, heal you, deliver you, make you whole, bring all the provision into your life you need. That faith and that faith alone. A, a different object of faith, it doesn't happen. Galatians 2 reveals that. That is so powerful. So it's not just faith, it's the righteousness of faith. I hope you're highlighting that in your Bible. And I know we've stayed here more than I really thought, but this is so vital. This is important. This is a confirmation to all of us, especially who are, who have, the Lord has brought us back to faith and grace, which is faith in Christ and what He did at Calvary. Nothing else. Not the words we speak, not the purpose-driven life, the purpose-driven church, the government of 12. These are fads that come in through men under the influence of Satan to allow men to do something the Bible told us to beware of and not to let happen. Don't let a man steal your crown. Don't let a man deceive you. Don't let a man beguile you because men will do that. Peter was moved by fear, the fear of these people that came from James Church. Don't be moved by men. If your fear is going to be what's moving you, be moved by the Holy Ghost who will move you and keep you in the right direction if your faith remains that which gave you righteousness, that which justifies. That is the only faith that God honors and pleases Him. And if God's not pleased, we're out of the faith. We're out of the faith. Because if God's pleased only by faith, then that means He's grieved where that faith is wrong. See, it's really not us committing sins that grieves the Holy Spirit because the committing of sins is already caused by something inside of us whose faith has been moved or temporarily uh, uh, under attack and we've not continued to walk in the Spirit. And let me say this about Galatians 5.16. Hope you're taking notes today. I'm excited about this. If you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Guarantee from God it's in the Word. If you walk in the Spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And in that same fifth chapter of Galatians, you understand that walking in the Spirit you ask people what it is, they'll say loving each other. No, that's the fruit of walking in the Spirit. You, you trying to love folk ain't going to put you in the Spirit. Walking in the Spirit is having faith in what began you in the Spirit. And that's faith in the cross. That same faith that justifies is the same faith which we live by. Is the same faith that allows us to walk after the Spirit. And listen, if we walk after the Spirit... The lust of the flesh will not be fulfilled. Now watch that. What's that saying to us also? That if the lust of the flesh are being carried out and fulfilled in our lives, we're not walking after the Spirit. That means there's a faith problem. God still loves us. He hasn't changed His love toward us, but His love for us doesn't mean that we're, we can't get off track. We can't uh, accept some other faith. 
Someone recently asked a question, well, we're saved by faith uh, in Christ and, and what he did at Calvary, but what kind of faith does it require to be healed? They asked the question. These are Christians, see? And it's, we ask these questions because we're not, we're not stupid, but we're, we're only stupid if we, if we allow people to carry us away and we just say, you know, well, I, I, I reject all that, what I once had, now I'm walking in something. No. We're not stupid. We're ignorant about a lot of things because we don't understand what we need to about justification. We don't understand what kind of faith this really is. It's the righteousness of faith. This is good today to me. I hope you're getting something out of this. I know you are if you're desiring to get something out of this. But So let's read verse 13 again. For the promise that he, Abraham, should be heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law because he already had the promise before the law. But through the righteousness of faith. And I, I'll be honest with you, I, I, I haven't really ever honed in on this and brought this out like I'm doing this morning. It's the righteousness of faith. And when our faith was placed in Christ and what he did at Calvary, we received the status from God justified. You've been justified by faith in the blood alone. Not your works, anything, not water baptism. That's all after you've been justified. Like circumcision was after Abraham received the righteousness of God. I hope you get that. True, the true born-again experience being justified before God, water baptism, all works come after that. Or if we think we're working to get just before God, then we're only working ourselves away from God, into a place called separation from God, hell. You can't, the only place you can work yourself into is hell. You can't work yourself into heaven. Jesus did that work and all you need to do is believe it. And if men are lying to you, they're stealing your crown, they're beguiling you, they're deceiving you because that's not what the Bible teaches. It's the righteousness imputed to you through your faith in Jesus and the righteousness that only he through that avenue can give you. Amen, Brother Curtis. <laughs> so, it's the righteousness of faith. So, let's, let's go back and make sure we get this right. Initial faith gets you the born-again experience, the classification of righteous and just before God. But then back to Peter, who was already the righteousness of God in Christ, justified before God through his faith in Christ and him as the Lamb of God that would take away the sin of the world. But listen, the question today for Christians is not are you just before God when he sees his son at his right hand, he sees you and me. We're, and because he justified us through faith, the righteousness of faith, he sees us in Christ. But the question for you and me is in our condition here, in our living daily, is are our works just before God. Because just because we're a Christian doesn't mean they are. Back to Galatians chapter 2, Peter jumping up, moved with fear to go back under law proves that we can do that. We do that. God's not pleased with that because faith will never take you back under law. Faith will block fear to keep us from going back under law. 
So think about that today. I encourage you to think about these things. Pray about what you're hearing. Get in the Word. Don't just listen and try to make... Get in the Word. Get in the Word of God. And you will learn these things. Get your pencil, your paper, take notes. Learn. Ask the Lord to help you understand these things. Because most Christians... <clears throat> that you talk to these days, just talking on what we would call the elementary basic level of things. This one woman a couple of years ago told me, Curtis, that's deep. And I thought, wow, if this is deep, this is something that all Christians should know, should have been being taught the last 50 years of their Christian life. And it was an older person who'd been saved almost all their life. And they called it deep. And, 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 and listen, Salvation and the way we live for God shouldn't be deep. It, it, the love of God is a deep thing. The, the wisdom of God is deep. But just, we don't have to know everything, but God made it simple to be able just to believe in Christ for the, the sacrifice for our sins, that we might be made the righteousness of God. You're not going to heaven, my friends. You're not going to reap everlasting life unless you are righteous before God, just before God. No unjust and unrighteous people are going to heaven, are going to reap eternal life, are going to inherit the earth. We all were sinners. We all were unrighteous. We all were unjust, wicked, and evil. But through faith in Jesus, He's the only righteous one that ever lived. And our faith in Him, God honors that faith in His Son alone and justifies us. And the manifestation of that is He imputes His righteousness to us and we begin to be led by the Spirit in the path of righteousness, bearing forth the fruits of His righteousness, praise God. And the New Testament teaches there needs to be an increase of the fruits. That means we're growing and learning truth and how to fight the good fight of faith and to walk in truth and to help others learn these things. And so, so verse 14 in chapter 4 of Romans says, For if they, are of, if they which are of the law be heirs, that means of the promise, up to, 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 to have the world, Heir, to be an heir of the world, if it's, if it's by the law, then faith is made void. And faith can't ever be made void, my friends, because if faith is made void, God can't be pleased. God can't be pleased. And the promise is made of none effect, because the law works wrath, for where no law is, there is no transgression. Well, you wouldn't believe it if I told you, but I'll tell you anyway, we're out of time. These little half-hour sessions, they're, they're just enough to get me uh, rolling with my fork, and then i got to put it down and quit. But I encourage you, be with us every Monday morning and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. Go to my Pastor Curtis Facebook page where this is being streamed live right now. Like the page and follow the page. You'll get a, a note and... Uh, Go to my YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316, and you'll get, a, you'll get an alert. If you follow, subscribe to the channel, you'll get an alert every time we upload something there in case you miss these, and uh, which most of you will. You're busy, and you can get an alert to watch them later. And again, that's Curtis Hutchinson 316 on YouTube. God bless you. We love you. We're praying for you. And until next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified.